Hey, welcome to the Uncomfortable is Okay podcast. I'm your host, Chris Desmond. This is the show where we make it easier for you to do hard stuff. This week sees the second week of the the series talking about building resilience through getting out of your comfort zone. Now, the viewers on the video will see the same shirt as last week, slightly different haircut. I am recording this on a different day. And building resilience isn't an easy task. And like any type of training or skill building, it takes repetition and consistent practice. So if you stop exercising, you start to become unfit. The same is true of resilience training. If you stop practicing resilience, you slowly lose your skills. And last week we talked about the best way to build resilience is through strategically getting out of your comfort zone. This week we're gonna cover how to build resilience muscles through training to get uncomfortable in a progressive manner. And progressive overload is a concept that's really well known in the fitness and movement sphere. And some examples of what this looks like, so if you're in the gym, you progressively lift slightly heavier weights over time as your body adapts to this new load. Another example, when you're running, you progressively increase your distance and or your speed as your body systems adapt to the stresses of running. When you're practicing flexibility or doing yoga, you progressively increase how deep you get into a pose as your body adapts to this new ability to move. And if you try and progress these two quickly, then you're gonna start to run into trouble. You'll work your body past its stretch zone and into its danger zone. Now being in the danger zone isn't necessarily damaging to us, but it's beyond our body's capacity to cope with the load that we're placing it under. And when we're unable to cope with this load, we experience failure. In an exercise sense, this means not being able to lift a weight, blowing out on a run, or pulling a muscle by loading it too much. When this occurs, our body is less effective in adapting to the stimulus because we've overloaded it. That we don't see those gains that we would get if we worked to a point before failure. And the same thing happens when we're training our ability to be resilient. If we're able to step outside of our comfort zone into the stretch zone, then we adapt to these new pressures that we're placed under. However, taking us too far outside of our comfort zone runs the risk of crossing over into that danger zone and becoming overwhelmed by a task or by a situation. And the challenging thing for most people is that the signs of this potential failure, if we keep pushing harder, are more difficult to read than, say, a burning muscle or a poor lifting technique when you're getting close to failure in the gym. And unfortunately, this is especially true in a world where we glorify being busy and somehow believe that we're worth less if we are not busy. Because when we get wrapped up in this busy mindset, we often train ourselves to be less aware of these early markers of burnout or or failure because we're wrapped up in that task of, hey, I I need to stay busy so we don't pay attention to ourselves. And while the consequences of of physical overload, a physical injury, the consequences of overloading ourselves and getting really far into that danger zone 
when we're stepping outside of our comfort zone can be an emotional injury, uh, can be a mental injury, and it can be burnout, which no one is after at all. So this is where the concept of progressively training really comes to the fore, because progressively training ourselves a little further outside of our comfort zone has multiple benefits. As I mentioned, it allows us a chance to adapt to these new stresses that we're placing ourselves under. It allows us to build confidence as we take on progressively harder challenges and succeed with them. And if we progressively get outside of our comfort zone, it almost eliminates the possibility of pushing too far into the danger zone to the point where we fail and potentially injure ourselves. So with that, that's all well and good, but practically, what does that look like? So in a practical sense, what you want to be doing is you want to pick a challenge that makes you slightly uncomfortable. Now this should be something that you're pretty sure you can accomplish, maybe 70, 80, 90% sure that you can accomplish it, but you know that it's going to be hard, you know that it's going to require some learning and some effort. Next thing you want to do is you want to create a plan about how you're going to achieve this. So if you have a plan, it really reduces the sense of overwhelm that's associated with the uncertainty of doing something new. And if you can reduce that sense of overwhelm around the uncertainty, it increases your capacity to deal with challenge. And you're going to be challenged by this. But with this step, if you're already experienced at managing uncertainty, um, then you are potentially just able to freestyle it at this point. What you do once you've got your plan is to start taking on one action at a time until you've completed that action and then follow it up with the next action until you achieve that task. Again, one action at a time, progressively getting out of your comfort zone, reduces the sense of overwhelm compared to if you're trying to do a whole lot all at once. So once you've completed what you set out to do, you'll notice that your comfort zone has expanded and you've become more resilient, you become better able to deal with challenge. And what seemed difficult now is standard for you. Then what you want to do is after a little bit of recovery time is you want to pick a new challenge that is slightly out of your comfort zone and repeat the same process. So this is kind of if you want to increase your own resilience, but the same concepts and processes can be applied if you're leading a team or if you're leading a group. But in this instance, you're their trainer, so you're the trainer of the team, you're the trainer of the group. And what you want to do is you want to pick a challenge that is going to push your team, but that you believe that they can do. With this situation though, it's really important to monitor your team for signs of overload, for signs that they're getting close to failure, and to communicate regularly and honestly with them about this so that they don't reach that point of failure. Because if you push them too hard and they fail, that really impacts how the rest of the team works, it really impacts how you can perform as well. So you might find that you actually need to stop your team pushing too hard or help them with some of the load if they're struggling. So in summary, progressively getting outside of our comfort zone is going to strengthen our resilience and leave us better able to navigate challenges. Thank you so much for getting uncomfortable with me this week. Go out and practice 
getting out of your comfort zone.